Hello everyone, welcome to the Hindsight Podcast, episode 14. Interestingly, where um, when we started, we actually didn't think we'd make it to episode 14, so it's good to have you uh, once again. International break is always great because uh, you can talk about a lot more things, uh, even though it doesn't give you as many topics to talk about, but of course, Super Eagles playing tomorrow uh, here in Nigeria, Lagos to be precise, and that would be great. We've got a new addition in Tokbe, a man who calls himself Ferguson. Good to have you, Tokbe, and every time I speak to a new addition on the show, there's always, there's always... Hold on a second. Right. He calls himself Ferguson. Ferguson. Why? That, that was my so the, the nickname stuck uh, I think 15 right. years ago yeah so my friends just saw me uni- wearing United jerseys and okay oh you are you are United yeah. fan now and then they just said oh yeah so you are Sa you are this and you you are Feggy and that was it right where's the chain gone? He doesn't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Right, right, right. Actually, Mrs. Guy on the podcast, um, you made the banger of last week, uh, Hector Bearing. I'm sure he would have loved to have seen the comments you made, but it's good to have you as well. Definitely. <laughs> nice to be here again. And of course, Hector Bearing, out of Arsenal. Uh, I wanted to say out of my club, but hey, I don't have a club that I'm supporting right now. So, but I'm. You're, you're still holding this agenda. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's a butler. No, no, no. I'm actually thinking Arsenal of fans are not I'm thinking about you never walk alone. I, I mean, um, the players no, no, are back. We really don't care. You know, you have to support. <laughs> I Yeah, great to be here. Absolutely great to be here. And like like you said, the international week doesn't allow you a lot of topics, but it's, it's still great because I mean you it gives you uh, an opportunity to see the galaxy of superstars come yeah. in one team. You look at the yeah. French team, look at the Belgian team. See some great football. Yesterday was great. Fr- yeah. France, Bosnia. What's his strike by Edin Dzeko? He's 35, by the way. He's 35, and uh, we'll talk about international football in just a bit. But let's talk about the craziest transfer window of, of all time. Definitely. And you've seen lots Definitely. of transfer windows. Yeah. Right. Definitely. But this has been... This, this, this was... I, like, what, I was like, what's all this? What's happening here? Mm. Like Madness. So, 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 so Madness. what was that down to? Was that down to COVID? Or was that down... What was that down to? Like, that was, that was crazy. I think last season, uh, because it was such a strange season, you know, um, the, financially, I think COVID has really come and... Can I use the word messed up things? You know, last season... Oh, it surely did. That's it sure. really mm-hmm. messed up yeah, things. And no one quite foresaw what was going to happen this season. No one quite thought... I, I mean... There was not much spending last time out in the transfer window, in talking summer transfer window. So they decided decide to do that this summer. I think this summer, <laughs> people just felt like, come on, let's go off the handle. Let's just go out there mm. and get... And, and it's quite interesting because I think Man City started it. Was, and, it, was it the kind of restarts that football needed? Yeah. Was yeah. it kind of like resets? You know, you know, football is such an incredible sport and we love the game, you know, mm. with or without the transfer window, we'll watch the game exactly. anyways, you know, I'll watch the game <laughs> on the streets, I watch, exactly. my, I, watch my, I watch my gay guys play, mm-hmm. you know. So, 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 so sorry, I'm, I'm watching some boys uh, on, on my street, they were just playing this five-a-side, yeah. and I'm, I'm just by the balcony, just resting my hand, and yeah. this guy, this young boy, his name is Bology, he's, he's quite smallish, so he's a big guy comes in, in the 50-50, and he clatters him. Goes in hard. And I've screamed from somewhere, I just heard, what a tackle! <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody turns the story building. Everybody turns and looks at me like, "What is wrong with you?" But I quite like that. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, just to no, portray like, yeah, that point. No, no, we love football. No, I tell you what, right? The, the guys, the, the security guys on my on my streets. You mm. know, I think they're, they're like they're, they're flexing guys because I don't even have the luxury of playing football as regular as it is. Five mm. five p.m. Mm. 
they start bouncing the ball. So once mm. the guy bounces the ball, you start seeing them converge. Like it's like a, you know how we when we were kids, mm-hmm. yeah, and you live in a compound where you have other kids. When you come out and bounce the ball, yeah, you see your comrade. Just come and say, oh, I did. You see the guy whose mom they house that day. Uh, you yeah, don't yeah. be like, you can't come out. You today. can't come out. You just see him on the window, like, bro, bro, tomorrow. <laughs> Like tomorrow, right? <laughs> so, no, so, so I, I, I watch the game anyway without trying yeah. window. But for me, I felt like it was a kind of reset, or like football would never go away. Like this is the like the the kickstart we needed again. So football mm-hmm. was, of, of course, fans mm-hmm. came back to the stadium. It was great, you know, at the start of the of the start of the year. We saw the Euros, which was great. But to reannounce club football, a transfer window like this needed to happen. Exactly, you know? definitely. Yeah? definitely needed to happen. You know, just like um. Uh, he said, you know, um, last summer we couldn't do so much transfer because of the, the COVID. So, is it we now you have a club? Okay. So, because of um, COVID, not enough money to spend, you not know, to splash around. And so, probably right now, clubs now feel that, okay, I think we're getting fans back. So, we're going to be having uh, you know, ticket sales and merchandise sales and people will come to the stadium. So, let's just spend money, even though they don't have the money right now. So, that's why I feel most Italian clubs and Spanish clubs alone with an option to buy. Mm. So, they know that, okay. We don't expect uh, restrictions again to come into the stadium. So let's just loan a player this year right. and once we balance the book. So let's spend a salary next summer. Before we, before we yeah, get it. exactly. That's, that's, that's something you should be familiar doing. with. Like, you know, while I'm really finished, we just chop. So um, I mean, so people talk about transfer windows and you know, you know, win out transfer windows. I remember 2018 mm. when Nigeria won the the, the Jersey mm. the Jersey yeah. World Cup. World yeah. Cup. Yeah. We won yeah. the Jersey yeah. World yeah. Cup. Yeah. So yeah. as with football, you have teams that win the transfer window. I think a couple of summers ago, United won the transfer window. You know, they had Frank yeah. Steiger, they had Di Maria, they had Schneider, yeah. they had all these players. Everybody was like, their season was terrible. How, is it is it very important? How important is it? Is it rather to win the transfer window, or is it just you know fun and games thing for the fans? Uh, I, I think it's the fun and fun and game thing for the fans. Um, so you could win the transfer window rights, however, you could not be making the right signings. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for Manchester United, right, we said oh, okay. Hey, at the end of the beginning of the season, right? Or beginning of the transfer window, nobody thought to bring back Cristiano Ronaldo. So Cristiano Ronaldo was like, you know, like a, just like in hindsight, you know, just one day, one day he will come back, you know, one day, one day. Well, he kept believing. Maybe one day when he's forty years old, he would come back. But what everybody wanted was Sancho, right? Everybody wanted Jadon Sancho. However, what everyone has screamed about is the midfield. The midfield needs addressing for Manchester United, and they didn't. And that hasn't that. been done. That hasn't been done. So now I watched the last game against Wolves and. Fred was an absolute disaster. He was an absolute disaster. McTominay is out. Marty didn't play. I feel we're expecting too much from Fred. So, so let's so, talk about this United midfield, right? Just before we move on, because I feel like, you know, um, we talk about, you know, Arsenal a lot. We talk about Chelsea. And I feel, personally, I think that, you know, if United had a midfielder, like, um, so over the last two years, what Ole has done with United midfield is to overcompensate mm. The position of one for two, mm-hmm. right? So you have, if you have a guy like Fabinho, you know that his interceptions are spot on, his tackles are spot on. Mm-hmm. He read the game sure, properly, so sure, sure. you don't need the so, specialist. You, you mm-hmm. don't need an insurance policy, yeah. policy yeah. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you have two number two halves, you yeah. put them like, to to try and form one. Yeah. Yeah. What that yeah. does is take away one spot from you know from an extra attacking mm-hmm. attacking yeah. space. So you have a guy like Kante, you don't need two of exactly. yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Another argument you can make now is that because you have. And this is probably what Oli would say. Because you now have the, the reassurance of a guy like Varane at the back. 
So the back four now is as strong as it's ever been since Alex yeah. Ferguson retired. Mm-hmm. You don't have to double. You don't have to double protect them, right? Because one of the things you say about double pivots is the back four is not strong enough. So let's give them a bit more insurance, mm-hmm. right? Sure, sure. But now you have Varane, Pace. Yeah, Maguire. Maguire is actually a good centre back. Yeah, it is. Let's, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I give him, I give him a lot of, like, yeah, you know, like grief. But he's a he good has centre. his issues, but he's a good yeah, centre back. He's a good centre back. Yeah. And he can play for a top six club, or yeah, a top four club. If I, if I want definitely, to push the car, yeah, definitely. Luke Shaw is a new Luke Shaw. Wan-Bissaka is one the best one v one right back in in in, in England, mm-hmm. in my sure, opinion. Sure. Concentration wise, sure. he, he, he can go on and off, but yeah. he can put in a tackle. And one v one, you won't beat him, Shah. So that could say. We don't need to protect them as much before. So okay. we need to play either of good, good Scott, Scott McTominay or, or Fred. Fred. Mm. Not both anymore. anymore. The problem with that is that you have a guy who do you want to play there. If you play Bruno there, it's a waste of, it's a, it's a waste of talent. Yeah. Because you can clearly see what he does up front. Mm-hmm. And please don't play Pogba there. But the thing is that that's the only person that can play there. If the problem is with Pogba is his indiscipline. And it's something that we've talked about over the years. Pogba is very indisciplined for a central midfielder. He doesn't know when to show boats. He doesn't know when to just pick a simple pass. Mm. And positioning-wise, sure. I don't see sure. him understanding the game as much. When he, why only plays Fred in that midfield? Fred has a bit of discipline. He may not have great tackling ability, mm-hmm. but he's got great discipline. He understands where yeah. to be in the park. But for Pogba, I just see him... You will not understand. In, in, there's something we call in the Bibionato. Right. You know... With, with Pogba in the midfield, that's what he wants to do. He just wants to... He loves so it. He just... He likes it. Mm. And for a... You talk about Fabinho. Fabinho is a guy who doesn't want to be in the newspapers. But he probably does as much as Salah does up front. I saw it's him against Chelsea. And I thought... Beast. I, I saw him against Chelsea. I thought... Absolute this guy... Beast. This classic, guy is the best. Fab, I think he's the best DM. I mean, so I don't think... I, I don't think about, so I think... Full, 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 full uh, disclaimer. I don't think about Kante as a DM. Right. Yeah, I think, I, don't I, think, I think about Kante as a proper box to box all around yeah, guy. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But when you talk of DM, Fabinho is yeah. the best DM in the Premier League. I I, I think so. When, too. I, I think think talk agree. When I you talk about people like Casemiro, right. right. when you talk about people like Casemiro, you know, people Casemiro pops up now and then when they go. But when you ask Casemiro to sit in front of the back four and protect the back four, sure. that's what he's going to do, do for you. Where? Fred is not that guy. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, McTominay is not that guy. I like McTominay. Yeah. Good energy, yeah. good legs. Passion, but passion. He's, he's not that guy. <laughs> but the question is, with United, and you said it very well, Varane, they've got a great defense. You yeah. know, great pairing now, Varane, uh, Maguire. Maguire. I don't think United really need that protection in front of the back four. The double player. If I were Oli and I have got a team like that, what I want to do is what I want to do to opponents, not mm. what opponents would do to One, me. Because mm. you've got great technical players in the team. Right, you right. Can, you can keep the ball for as long as you can if you want to. Mm. But the question with Pogba, it's a big question mark. It's always the discipline. Because yeah. in, the, in a position where you feel... We, we were playing, let's say we're playing against Liverpool because they're all fine against Newcastle with due respect to them, Crystal Palace and the yeah. rest. But when you play the better teams, that's where you ask Pogba, can you be disciplined? Yeah. Can you, if we're keeping a shape, can you stay on that, that shape? shape? Yeah. If you can hope, you do a job for the team? Can you do a today? job for the team? It, right. it's, it's the question. It's right. not about uh, Newcastle because they are, they're going to play Newcastle of the park, but against the bigger sides. And that's um, the question for me. Spot, for, you spot know, on. I mean, I mean, for me, I think you don't need to have like an Indidi or yeah. a Fernandino. It's all good to have this kind of specialist, yeah. but you don't need them. I remember when Manchester United won the championship. Well, you don't need them, why? Right? You don't, no, 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 when I mean that you don't need them, like, not, it's not compulsory. You it need them, not. right? But it's not compulsory. It's not. And, 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 yes, here's why? what I'm going to say why. Here's what I'm going to say why, right? 
you already have Varane at the back, right? So it's someone you know that Varane, I watched him against Wolves. It was someone that even Adam Adama Traore was scared to go against one of them. Yeah. And Mal would just try to drain him and then lay a pass. He almost cost the goal, though. You know? Exactly. <laughs> so it's not, it was like, if, it was, if that was Lindelof, right, I can bet you Adama Traore will run at him and most likely Lindelof will commit and make a mistake or, you know, just get past him. When Manchester United won the, league, uh, won the Champions League in 2008, and even when they won the league, they had Paul Scholes and they had Michael Carrick. Mm. None of them, none of, neither no. of them were destroyers. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even Argrif that was destroyer. I remember the Champions League final. Argrif was on the right. Plays on the right. As you get it. Yeah. It was yeah. Rooney Tevez and then Ronaldo on the mm-hmm. left. So what that tells us is, if you have two people in that midfield who can recycle the ball, who are progressive with their play, yeah. mm-hmm. which Fred is not, McTominay, mm, yeah, and there. Boba is the only person that can do that. But then the issue is that discipline because Paul Scholes is not the best tackler. Carrick was, was not the best tackler. So, 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 so I think that brings me to what you said. Carrick his position. Exactly. That was the shape. I think it's about, and I think we struck. I'm sorry. Sorry, Yubi. And then my issue with Boba is I watched Boba for France. I watched him for United. When he plays for France, he has a bit of discipline. Yeah, I think so. No, I don't think he does. Yes, he, yeah, no, 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 I, 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 I think he does. No, 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 I don't think he does. This is what happened at France. Okay. And in the World Cup year when they won it, you have Matuidi and Kante. Yeah. Mm. Matuidi and Kante are the most mobile football players I've seen mm. in 10 years. Tireless they don't. They don't tire. Mm-hmm. They have seven lungs. Mm. They move like aliens. <laughs> right? When you have those two players in your team, you can go unnoticed. Yeah. You can make a mistake and know that and you recover. Right. Exactly. Do recover. Like, definitely. I agree. Definitely. The one time Matuidi is retired from the team has not been called up Euros. What happened? You get the pass the that Pogba, the Switzerland the Switzerland game. game. Mm. I bet you in twenty eighteen that pass recovered before he gets to the goal. Mm. Mm. Because the moment Pogba holds the ball, one of Kante is behind him or something like that. Or that just you know. Sniffer around him, you know that. Position. You know, if he gets it right, we're going to score a goal. Mm. But the chance he might not get it right. So let's let's, let's hold that position. Adrian Rabbit is not going to do that for you. Yeah, because Adrian Rabbit is mine. Have the legs. He's mine. Him too. Is he's Deku. The reason I said that is the reason I said that because of course Boba is not Boba is only twenty eight years old, right? So I don't think he's going to improve his starting anytime soon. But what I've observed for France is. It reduces the show button. Yeah, it does. When it gets the ball, it looks off for the run of Mbappe. But imagine can, United, can, can that for Manchester United, can that be the factory? I don't know. Maybe it's a lack of. I'm not telling you. Can that be the factory? Can that be the effect of the people around him? That is what I'm going to say. Guess what? That's, that's what I'm going to say. I can tell you for free. I mean, from watching him. I can tell you for free that Griezmann is going to drag him by the balls. No, 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 for sure, no. That, I, I, I can tell you that normal level. So, someone sure. like Griezmann and that is, what is going sure. to walk up to him and tell him, oh, watching a game yeah. with Olakule, Olakule is offset. Watching a game with uh, the, 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 the World Cup, no, was, yes, the World Cup. Right. Semi-final, Belgium, France. France are leading 1-0. I think it was uh, Luca Hernandez, the left back. France are attacking. He drops the ball to Griezmann. Griezmann holds the ball, stands on it, and tells him to go back. Exactly. Oga. Yeah, yeah. He told him to go back. Now, I remember. Now, plays in a team where he's not the biggest. And United is probably the biggest ego, biggest personality. Mm-hmm. Now, Ronaldo has come. But he plays for France where he's not the biggest. There are bigger players than him. There are Benzema. There are Griezmann. These are yeah. big players. And they have so much say in the team. Yeah, yeah. So when he plays in that team... You know you're not the biggest anymore. You know you're not the so, biggest. Yeah. So there are things that are not going to be tolerated. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you lose the ball in a dangerous place, someone is going to tell you, yeah. go and get that ball. Yeah. Go and get that ball. But at United, 
Who's going to tell Pogba, Pogba to go and get the Pogba ball? Pogba will hold right. the ball and then he will draw three people to him. Yeah. And then he will try to dribble them and he will lose the ball. And then Bruno, I've yeah. watched many times where Bruno will have to sprint back. Even Cavani. Yeah. Cavani will have to sprint back, back for him. Ball. Also, yeah. win the I, I ball. think it has to do with the team. So I thought you just answered the question before we move on from United. Because, you know, and this is, you know, credit to Pogba star power. He can take a whole show, right? Um, <laughs> so I'll tell you why. Um, why he does better for France. You, have, you can only have one country. You, can, you can't put the transfer request in one country. <laughs> At the club, you can't have Screw you. I'm out of here. See you later. Hi there. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Please leave a subscribe on the channel, The Hindsight Podcast, and also on Instagram at The Hindsight Podcast. It's the same on Twitter as well. Leave a like, a retweet, or a comment. We'll see you soon. Deadline day, incredible deals. I think I think deadline day, if this transfer window wasn't enough. Wait, did, did you watch deadline day? No, I didn't watch it. No, Jim. Uh, no, no, Jim White. White. Shouts to Jim White, by the way. I think, I think, <laughs> I think he picked the wrong time to no, retire. No, no. I, 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 I love Rob Hutton. Great guy. Rob Hutton, a great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Uh, see my, uh, what's her name? Uh, was, was Rob Hutton on deadline day? Yeah, Rob right. Hutton and the, what was the lady's name? Uh, Helen McQueen. Helen McQueen. Love them. Love her. Fantastic. Yeah. But that... Jim White it, checking not Jim phone. White. It, it, I mean, not Jim it White. just that didn't just happen. <laughs> it's the poise. I mean, <laughs> and, and, and and this is this, this is something you know we have to. Um, I'm not gonna go there. I wanted to call Nigerian broadcasters out, but uh, I'm, just, I'm not gonna. I'm, nah, I'm, don't I'm, go I'm, there. I'm, don't, I'm don't, not gonna, don't, don't, not gonna, do not gonna go don't there. Don't do right. that. Right, so I yeah, uh, missed Jim White for sure. But deadline day was just incredible. Yeah. And you think about what happened on deadline day. You think about Cristiano Ronaldo, Sal Niguez, Ademola Lukman, of course. You look at Vlasic. You know these incredible players. Tommy Asu. Arsenal even Tommy had a Asu. player. Yeah, Tommy Asu. You know, come from, 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 from Japan. Solid signing. Solid signing as well. Solid signing. Solid signing. Yeah. I would have yeah. thought that. I would have thought that the years gone by, you would you would learn to restrain yourself. <laughs> no, no, solid signing. That's not that's not signing. Why is it solid signing? No, hold on a second. I'm not saying. When I say solid, okay, I take that back. Solid player. Not solid signing. Solid player. Tommy Asu. Go and check his number. I'm not saying he's going to come and do it for Arsenal. Okay. I'm talking about the player. Okay. I'm sorry, I watch the Serie A a lot. And Bologna is one of the teams I follow. Great side. And he, when I see a, a fullback, and by the way, he can play centre-back as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I see a centre-back who can keep the ball and swing, swing the ball with his left and his right foot, 60 yards pass. I love him. And he's someone... No, hold on, hold on. He's someone... Who can clatter people? Who is going to go into 50-50s? Okay. I love it. He's not someone. He's a Japanese. You know, I, I saw something on Twitter. They asked him, "What what are you, what are you promising the Arsenal fans?" He said, "I'm promising the Arsenal fans I'll give everything." And someone went on the comment section and said, "When a Japanese man tells you he's going to give you everything, he will give you everything." That, that, you know what? That, <laughs> no, 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 no. So when a Japanese I mean, man we, tells we, we you, said he wants to win no, Champions League. No, 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 Jurafson came out and said, look, William was, was sold a project, but when he arrived, the project wasn't there. Yeah. Right. And there's, there's a place of being lied to mm-hmm. and, you being, and you lying to yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people lie to themselves. For, for a player like William, if you sign for the Arsenal mm. under Arteta and he tells you in your, in your signing party yeah. that in three years, I win the Champions League. We win the Champions League. You, that's, that's your first red flag. Yeah. Mm. To I stand agree. up 
and leave the, dro- the room. <laughs> no, because he clearly knows that he's, he's either he's crazy <laughs> or clearly what? Or he's out of his mind. No, he was out of his mind. Because the question is, how long have PSG been trying to win the title for? Mm. Ten years. With all the players they've got. How long has City been trying to win? When God never won it. Why, why Roman Bobovic? Why Roman Bobovic bought Chelsea in 2003? It took them nine years. It took them nine years before Chelsea won the Champions League. How did it go public? That's my own. As in, it, maybe if, if this conversation no, it was... was that said it. Now, that's no, what I'm saying. Said so. How did it even go public? If someone tells you, this is where I want to... And there's nothing wrong with dreaming. You right. can dream. <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with dreaming. Arteta clearly, clearly dreamed of winning Champions League. It's not happened. It's with, probably never with, going to with happen. With William. Right. But for William to come out to in public and say, and it, say it. That means he believes it. He, that means he believed it. So it's like, it's, like, it's, like saying, it's like saying, I tell you right now, you know... The Champions League in club football is the, is the pinnacle of everything you can do, yeah. right? So I tell you, you know, by the end of the year, you'll be, you know, by the next three years, you'll be the richest guy in Africa. Mm. You know, that's that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, no, 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 like that's not that's not going to happen. Except, ex- what, what except, 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 except you get me. Except you want to sell Nigeria. Except you want to sell Nigeria. Except you want to sell Nigeria. Which is not going to happen, right? Or except Bill Gates wheels is, you know, or Elon Musk wheels his stuff to you. You no, should, Bill Gates and Elon Musk have maybe, to maybe win. Maybe, maybe we'll let them ask him out. Right. You know. Just to wrap this up, you know, I love Drogba on social media. Drogba doesn't care mm. about, you know, who he hurts or he doesn't hurt. Mm. He said, Ejen William, job well, done. done. Right. Just, ah. just like Louis so, and Chet. Just like Just before we leave the deadline, thank God that this transfer deadline, we don't have a player like Osazi or Derwinkin driving himself to the club. Any Arsenal coach or member of board, director of sports, any Arsenal person that goes to sign a Chelsea rejected game, Ogugo Killam. Anybody. Full disclosure. He doesn't swear on the show. I don't, he doesn't swear on the show. He doesn't swear. Doesn't swear when the camera's on either. Chelsea don't want a player, and, and Arsenal want to go and sign him. Ogugo Killam. So how are you? You don't want Lukaku now. You don't want Lukaku. I didn't mad not to want Lukaku. Lukaku should, Lukaku should be saying I don't want you. Right. So I, I mean, we want to talk about Chelsea. So let's talk about Chelsea's incredible. Um, um, business model. I, I, I've mm. talked about this on the radio with you a couple of mm-hmm. times. You know, what an incredible business model. So you sold Tammy Abraham, thirty million pounds. You know, you sold Kozuma, thirty-five million pounds. Wow, Fikayo incredible. Fikayo Tomori. You sold. Fikayo went for twenty-something million mm-hmm. pounds. Uh, what's his name? Zapacosta, nine million pounds. Um, there's a guy Ike, I think a massive primary also Giroud there's a bit called Ike Obo this is what killed me Victor Moses was sold for 5 million pounds 5 million in the same summer that's incredible business and if you look at net spend for a lot of clubs Chelsea are way way down as far as mm-hmm. net spend goes I sure. think that you can clearly say if you're talking about winners of the transfer market Chelsea are head and shoulders yes. above every single team definitely financial prudence spot on Play acquisition spot on. This is the part I love the most. The speed in acquisition. Mm. When Chelsea announced, the, the day you hear Chelsea mm. are in for Messi, the deal is done in 10 days. Yeah. Before you, before, before BSG now come with a bag of money, they are tied the deal and announce it. <laughs> Let's not fuck around. Oh, before you hear, yeah. Yeah, before you hear, here we go. Yeah, before you hear where we go, they're done. They've done the deal. And this is probably a bad thing because it's a guy, a friend of mine, uh, what's his name now? Um, Diego Kingston. This, he probably would have loved this part because. Yeah. 
you know, this is where you have to give a lot of credit to to lady at, at Marina. Chelsea. You know, Marina Mar- Garnuskaya. Mm-hmm. Incredible business, mm-hmm. you know, model. Sure. But I have to be fair as well to so the guys who are in time pass because Chelsea have always done incredible business. Yeah. You know, the same way they got William from Tottenham. Yeah. It's the same way they got, you know, Mikel from United. It's the same way they've gotten tons of deals. So, Crystal for Chelsea. Let's get on to uh, Liverpool. So, what's this, what's this problem I sense with Liverpool fans and... The fear of missing out. You know, the, every 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 blog, every major newspaper you read, you know, you see Liverpool fans whining about the, the business the club did. And that worries me because I think that football fans don't realise, and I'm a football fan, but you have to realise that the transfer window is about accounting and business, mm-hmm. the financial papers. I don't think the transfer window is to serve the pleasure of the fans. The club wants to do good business. And when you get a guy tie up a deal like Matip, Virgil van Dijk, you get Alisson tie up a deal. You get a guy like Henderson. You know, all these important mm. players yeah. to tie up their to contracts to you. Contrast. That means that you, you have kept the best players. Mm-hmm. In a market where the best players have moved, mm. what I should tell you is that your club have done incredible business. Because in a market where nobody expects Christian Ronaldo to move, he's moved. <coughs> so that tells you that a guy like van Dijk probably should have moved as well. Mm. Right? Mm. Messi has moved. The, the two greatest players have moved. So anybody was movable. So if your club managed to tie down the it's best center back players. in the world, mm. right? Ties down the best CDM yeah. in the Premier League, Fabinho. Tie down top five goalkeeper in the world, Alisson. In the in the transfer window where Donnarumma has moved and all these incredible players I, I, have moved. I, I, That's great business. I, I think, yeah, it is. Uh, That's I, great business. All of this is coming from the fact that Liverpool fans, they probably see other clubs you know, making moves in the transfer market. Right. And the only player that we've been able to sign, uh, it's uh, Ibrahim Akunati from... Um, uh, from which from is solid, border. yeah, and, solid signing, and, and, and I think that that's like a backup in case what happened last season happens again. So, Vajiva Dyke and mm. Matip and Gomez, and but Liverpool fans are forgetting that it, you you hardly get a player, a top, a world class player that will come in and want to dislodge Salah, uh, Firmino, and uh, of course, um, uh, that's, that's, that, that, that's, that's a great point, money. And yeah. so, the, the, those, those players, those players, they, do, they don't want to come and sit down. And they know that coming to Liverpool, they will most likely sit down on the bench. So I think the fans also need to understand that it's difficult to get players. Know whether we like it or not, Salah is top five player. Mane is probably top five, top six player. Yeah. And so it's difficult for a player to come in and dislodge them. So that's where the Liverpool fans are really. And you haven't really even getting, mentioned the player like getting na, it na, wrong. Now na, na Phillips and and Harvey Elliott. And Harvey just, Elliott, just exactly. I think, I, think, I think we got that on camera. Harvey Elliott, in my opinion, it's like a new signing. Just like it's probably one of the the best on earth players this I summer. I think it's yeah. 18. Yeah. So in 2019, I think he, 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 debuted, he made his debut as the youngest ever Premier League yeah, player. 16. Yeah. Right, for, at, for 16. at 16. And it's 18 now. Mm. The way that boy played against Chelsea, he played against Burnley. Yeah. When a coach trusts you to play against Burnley mm-hmm. and you're 18, <laughs> you know, people don't understand when you say like, People don't yeah, understand when you say Burnley. They, like, they say, what, what, what is know, Burnley? I, if I want to play Burnley, I'm playing like five Maran Fellinis. You know, fight. But yeah, I get small guy, like I play Burnley. Mm-hmm. But great performance. So if if, if, I, if I were to if, if you were to describe Liverpool's transfer business in one word, what would it be? Um Norma. No, normal. Not, not spread out I think that. effective. But, but, but normal, yeah. Normal I think effective. effective. Uh spot on. Yeah, sensitive. Yeah. Sensible, like, sensible like, like, like like you said, I think the, the, the growing frustration from the Liverpool fans would have been the fact that Wijnaldum left and probably they were looking for a replacement for him. They wanted someone with that robust energy midfield like him. Um, Renato Sanchez right. was muted and he's gone to Wolves. Great signing, by the way. No, he didn't sign for Wolves. 
I think Liverpool wanted him. Liverpool fans wanted him, but the core of the team, Liverpool are fine. Yeah, the fans might be frustrated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Liverpool, the fans might be frustrated, but if you ask Jurgen Klopp, it's fine. I think it's the most sensible. And it's very the thing fine. about fans, is, fans also look at. So, for example, Arsenal. I don't. I don't consider Arsenal. Just now, Manchester United rivals. So maybe Arsenal mm. will look at maybe Tottenham, you know, signings. But for Liverpool fans, they will look at Manchester United signings. They'll be like, oh, yeah. they brought in Varane, they brought in Cristiano Ronaldo. But the manager knows what he's doing. No, no, but but what we don't realize is that pound for pound, pound for pound, man for man. Do you think Man United have placed Liverpool? That's that's what I'm saying. That's what the, because at, I think that's, that's what the fans look at. Maybe, maybe the Liverpool so. fans are looking at because from them that they exactly. don't have score depth like that, Manchester that, United, that's Chelsea, where the manager and Manchester comes City. From. Exactly. The, the, the manager would say, okay, you know, fans the want excitement, marking yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. It's fear of missing out. Exactly. But but for a manager, you look at your team and think, Varane is good. Yeah. But I think Matic yeah. is good too. Yeah. We've got Joe Gomez who walks into 16, 17 Premier League clubs. Yeah. We've got a Konate who's come from Leipzig. We've got a Van Dijk who's the best defender around here. Robertson. You know, we've Trent. got Robertson who no and one's... Let, yeah. let's, let's, let's not forget, Simikas is a really good left back. He's a very good, good left back. I've watched him for about four games. I think so so the manager looks at his team and I'm like, we're yeah, fine. We're yeah. good. Yeah. We're good. We're, 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 we're good. Yeah. Don't worry. We're right. good. And, and then another underrated um, spot in that midfield. So, a spot now that we've not done that left. Fabino, I remember when Van Dijk was after the time Fabino had to deploy yeah. in his defense. Until now, Fabino can actually even concentrate on his where he's going. Oh, 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 yeah. I think they are good to go. I, I'm one of the people yeah. who, who thinks that Klopp made a mistake last season when he was pushing Fabinho and the yeah. rest into defense. He, yeah. I probably think that when those injuries happen, I would have played those young centre-backs yeah. and left the Fabinho's in midfield. Yeah. This is this is an opinion. I think this is brilliant you know, from, from yourself because this is an opinion I've had for you know, even before I started working in working in radio or, t- or television, I've always felt like when you take a player who, in a position, for example, Michael Carrick, yeah. uh, right? So there was there was a Champions League period where our centre backs were injured, and we had to play Fletcher and Carrick at centre back. <laughs> well, it, 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 it was a deliberation. Yeah. If I take a guy who's going to give me nine over ten for a position and put him in a place where he's going to give me five over ten, I would rather leave him. No, I rather. Gi- get that nine from that maximum nine mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. that his original position mm-hmm. and get that same five from the from other a guy. younger defender because what you're doing is taking the nine from here put him here to give you four or and five the, and the player playing his position another will, not give, you will nine. not give you nine so in the end the sum of two players is not going to give you what one player would have given you the exactly. so I, I don't know how many have not figured this out you know you know because i i, I just feel that maybe it, it was panic stations you know injuries here and there he wasn't yeah. quite sure and the results was you know the, good. The, this the mm. the easy thing to do is just Put them yeah, back there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would have left them there because it's easy for an experienced midfielder, you know. If you beat a Fabinho, it doesn't happen, happen often. Yeah. If you beat Fabinho, it's easy for him to, when the defender gets dragged out, it's easy for him to slot into his centre-back position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very easy. Then when you put Fabinho in a centre-back position and put younger players in midfield... And so much pressure passing, on the defence. Yeah. And they are yeah. bypassing the midfield yeah. every second. And it's, it's, yeah. it's so, so much pressure. pressure. Yeah. I also feel like, you know, when, he, when a young centre-back sees Fabinho in front of him, is that short? All game is that short. He's looking at his positioning. His positioning is great, so I, mm-hmm. I, I need to stay here, you know. Mm. And that one turns looks at him and he's like, you know, you're sure. doing a great job, sure. you know. And that kind of thing. So before you get past him, I would have figured out where you're going. Mm. But if Fabinho is behind you, you're constantly thinking, am I in the right position? Yeah. Am I in the right place? Yeah. You know, yeah. do I, do I, do I, I go here? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and if you're not in the right place, he's barking at you. Mm. Your confidence is 
is going down as well. Because in the end, you want to play, but you want to impress the big guys as well. Right, true. Um, I, want, I want to speak about um, the non-transfer of the transfer window because it's been the craziest transfer window ever, right? Um, I'm just going to, you know, put questions around. You think about Kylian Mbappe who eventually did not move and you think about Harry Kane who did not move. So, which is, which is the bigger disappointment of, of the transfer window? From Harry Kane. Harry Kane, I take Harry, Kane. Harry Kane. Harry Kane because he's, he's at the wrong side of his age. I think he's at the point where he needed to make that move. And it's quite strange that that move didn't happen because I'm, I'm looking at Kane. If I'm in the room with him, I'll be asking him, where, where, where are you going from here? Because Tottenham are not going to smell top five. They are not going to smell it. Because... That's top of the table, though. Forget that. <laughs> the competition... So basically, you're saying you forget about Arsenal being 20 as well. No, no, Arsenal... No, for for sure, I, for sure. If, if, I, if I pull myself from Arsenal, I don't right. see Arsenal finishing top nine. What right. God, what God if I'm being honest, do. what God cannot do. So I'm looking at Harry Kane. I'm thinking, where do you want to go for me? He's going to score goals. Clearly, he's going to score goals. Twenty, another twenty plus season. But it's so frustrating he didn't get that move because when he's look at his best mate in Kyle Walker, he's left the club three four years ago. Tons of trophies. When Kane is done with his career. And he's sitting down with his children and his grandchildren. What will you tell them? So, so, you, so you don't think he moves in January or something like that? I don't think he moves. I don't, I don't think he will move in January. I I right. so, um... so, so, so that's that for. I, I, I literally didn't want to spend a lot of time on Kane. So um, sorry, we have to move on to another thing. I wanted to ask you, Tope. Um, when you think about, we just spoke about Liverpool and you know how keeping players is important, and who wins and who doesn't win the transfer window is subjective. Hmm. But I think PSG have had the greatest transfer window of all time, and they probably would hold that record for a long time. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not relevant. It doesn't win trophies. But and, and the fact that they didn't right, spend right, right. quite but, a lot of money. Right. I think 64 million pounds net spend. When you bring in players like Messi, you know, Donnarumma, Sergio Ramos, Vanaldo, all these top players, Hakimi, that's one thing. But when you're able to hold on to a guy like Kylian Mbappe, and not just holding on to him, telling Real Madrid, keep your 200 million pounds. We're not going to take it. Madness. We know we're going to lose it for free. Madness. It has to be the greatest thing ever because they know for Damn sure. Yeah. They know they're not going to convince him to sign another year. So but they're yeah. going to say, you know what? We don't want the money. We want a Champions League title. This guy gives us a chance to win that Champions League title. Yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. I, I, I want the bidding where it was interesting because I think they started from, I think it started from about 100 million. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah. And then they kept going up to the cost about 200 million euros. And there was something, one, one uh, I can't remember his name now, I think one of the officials for PSG, basically, basically, what he came out, yeah, what he basically came out to say was, you know, we've told you our amounts, if you can't match up to that, forget take it. your money and forget mm. it. Give them basically the middle finger, you know. Mm. And then I watched Madrid. Madrid strike me as this, they, they acted like they were broke before, you know. And then all, <laughs> the last minute, they started throwing money at someone. And the thing about PSG is, PSG, of course, they're backed by good owners, right? So... PSG have done a good business. They've, they have Messi now. They have Neymar. They have, I think they still have Icardi. Right. right. I don't know whether that one's going to, but I mean, the squad depth is really, really good now. Mm -hmm. So looking at PSG, the money is there. Fine. If a team like, let's say, let, let's not even say Madrid. Let's say it was maybe Manchester United had come from, from Bappe. I don't think they would have still sold that guy. Because yeah. they know that key. And I remember yeah. the last match. If, if they didn't sell him to Real Madrid. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Not so, disrespect to Manchester United. But so I think I mean, in the last match, he scored two goals. Yeah. And mm -hmm. Mbappe has this aura about him. For a young guy, he has this, I don't, I don't know if I'll call it arrogance, but this kind of good arrogance about him. Yeah. 
that's what I think that's what Rashford tries good. to be, no, but it's not he's good. good. Yeah. And, and of course, he should. You don't know. Yeah, there's arrogance about it. In all fairness, I love Rashford, but I can see what you're saying. That's what Rashford tries to be. You know, so but but so they're not they're not the value. Mbappe is when I watch Mbappe is about 22, and for me, I think is one of the youngest players I've seen in a very long, one of the best young players I've seen in a long time. Who, who has a better mentality, Mbappe or Haaland? Or Haaland. Mbappe has done it for a long time. I think why we're not paying attention to the, the mentality of Haaland is because probably still plays with Borussia Dortmund. You're not paying attention? No, no, no I like, am. Mo, mo, yeah. Why are you asking the question? It's because he still plays for <laughs> Borussia Dortmund. When he moves to a, a bigger club yeah. than Borussia no, Dortmund, definitely, definitely. You want to see him with Bigger players around. Yeah, him. because what, what are you saying with Mbappe? For, for Mbappe, right. you, because you, you, you see, Mbappe has done on the bigger stage. No, right? no, Mbappe has so won the World Cup. I think that it's easier to show a big mentality at big stage. No, but to fail, yeah, yeah, some no, players no, fail at that stage. No, extra no. so, so, I mean, hold on. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Right. No, don't talk about Marshall. Please, please, please. I'm a Marshall fan, but let's not bring him in. Don't talk about Marshall. You don't get sense. I was a Marshall fan. If you're if you're killing Mbappe, right? You've um, I mean, Kylian Mbappe is an exceptional talent. You've done it at the World Cup and all that stuff. You know, with top players, the French team. Not to take anything away from what he has and what he brings to the team, but in the end, you have to realize that he's he's surrounded by a galaxy of stars. Yeah. Right. If you're you you can you can that you can you can say look. If I have a bad game, you know, I can I can feign mentality. I can say, look, we're like I'm the biggest player here, you know, all that kind of stuff. I know that in the end, the team will carry itself regardless, you know. Mm-hmm. This, so for example, right, if you come on the pod and I, I say, look, this is the best podcast, you know, I'm not talking about myself, like, like, like you need here, you know, I'm lucky to refer and, you know, all these great guys are here. If I have a bad show, these guys will carry me. Okay. In a small team, you're the guy, I'm a monster here. If I don't have, if I don't have a good game, I, I mean all these guys are all these guys are, all these guys are wasters. You know they won't they won't do they won't have a good game. So <laughs> sure. I, I think that sure. Mbappe and Haaland, great top mentality. But if you ask me, press me for it. Haaland's mentality is next level. Mm. And he had that same mentality when he was at Salzburg. Mm-hmm. I saw an interview with him at the World Cup. I think you know the 17 World Cup or the 20 well, World Cup. Nine something like, he scored nine goals. Mm. And you know the reporter asked him a question. You know you know you missed a couple of chances as well. He was, he was so pissed. And I was like. Who the heck is this kid? <laughs> he scored nine goals. And, and, that, that, that was, and he was pissed. Yeah, that's Cristiano. That's Cristiano. He was analyzing. Mentality. He was analyzing the goals he scored mm-hmm. in 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 the flash interview. That's that's incredible. Mm. I think so. For I mean, if you, yeah, if, for, if, if for if talk, I remember someone said sometime on Twitter that he talks like a Terminator, like he talks like a robot, like he was built in a you know like a yeah, lab. He does all you know, about goals, yeah, goals, goals. Like goals that, that's lead down for reports. So, but I think. So rumors here and there are saying you know Manchester United would you know go for him next year. Nah, I don't think he wants to go for Manchester United. So, so maybe when Cavani leaves. So maybe window, in a bigger club you might see. Right. Good thing you just talked about this because this Trafalgar window would have been would have been in, would have been a movie literally. Mm. So you know when Real Madrid beat, put a bit from Mbappe and he went up to one eighty million euros. The next story that followed up was that PSG are lining up Haaland and replacement. I was like. How? What is happening? That would have been all the best players in the world moving in the same shot. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's, liter- that, that's literally Valewa. the only 
legal human trafficking you find. Like, <laughs> legal human trafficking. But, but honestly, I, I knew Ali Kilian Papi was, was not going to leave Paris in Germany. Uh, yeah, I, I knew he was not going to leave. You know his brother. I wasn't sure. You know I wasn't sure. Because usually, right? Usually, that's the way it talks. Is it not easy to say it? No, no, no. You know why I wasn't sure? Because usually, when Real Madrid come for you, no, why I was sure it was not going to leave was you should look at the you know the body language from Paris in Germany. It was clear that we won't allow you guys bully us. You know, mm. you, are, you are a big team. Yeah, we know you're bigger than us, right. but we have money. We don't need that money that you're, that yeah. you're offering us. We're ready to keep this guy. You know, he, Mbappe has been telling them for over two years now that he's not going to sign a contract extension. So well, they, the guy gave so money. So the father has been hammering <laughs> on the fact that he gave them five million euros. He so gave yeah. them the word that he was not going to live on a free transfer. But we need yeah. that. That's so this is this is where I have to have to. I've seen the last three days. I've seen Edison sign a new deal with Man City. I've seen Ruben Diaz sign a deal to 2027. <laughs> It is sweet now. It is sweet, David. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. They don't want to let me go. <laughs> so now you're signing a deal now, seven years. Right. Six years a deal. The no, deal I, I, I tell you, City will win. Is, is, no, no, no. So those players no, that's, 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 that's not the problem. Ruben Diaz, you know, remember this analysis, you know, Iberian-speaking players, Portuguese players. Mm. When Real Madrid come now, okay. you know what I'm saying? weekend. Now they are signing a five-year contract. Now, <laughs> that's why I said the Mbappe thing was, I, I didn't know it could go here, it could go, have gone here or there, because once Real Madrid come for you, even if the player has a 10-year contract, once he hears Real Madrid, mm -hmm. this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yes, exactly. What, what, starts, I, want you, what I want you to understand is that... So that was what I was about. Mbappe, credit to Mbappe. Those Arab guys, they, they are ready to stand their ground that we won't allow you guys use money to bully us. You know, yeah. you know there are certain offers you make yeah. to a particular club that, okay, let's say, let's take this money from, right. from these guys. But those guys don't need the money. They, they can, they can, the af they can afford to keep the player work on the free. You speak about them in an individualistic way. Okay. They have to need the money because they run a football club. Football club fundamentally need money. Right. And but this, this but, but what, we, what what they've done now is a statement to say we don't need the money. Oh yeah, the for, money. for for sure. Yeah. But that's for sure. exactly what they've done. Because, 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 because they've been pounds. lucky they've been lucky to get the players they got on a free. Mm. You can't get those players. Okay. Imagine they have to spend on Messi. Imagine you have to spend on Messi and Ramos. You 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 as they put the first bid. Then look, oh, if you just add small, <laughs> small, to okay, add small now, we'll add talk, something, yeah, add something small. <laughs> right. Let's, I, I want to speak about agents, but we think we run out of time for for the transfer window. So let's talk about um, the, the Walker qualifiers, which is something I want to talk about. Of course, Nigeria play Liberia tomorrow. It's interesting because on my radio show, I kept speaking about Cape Verde and, and Sierra Leone. I don't know where that came from. Right. So I want to speak about um, this: the, the Britain's red red list zone and. and the double standard I perceive in all of that. <laughs> so the Euros just finished, right? And Britain, you know, waived concessions to, you know, players coming to into their country. I'm not mm. quite sure why that is not the they case now. But, let, but let's speak about let's speak about the players and the player unions and what exactly their role is. Because in the end, we talk about football and we love the Premier League, we love the Serie A, we love the German League and the La Liga. But in the end, the global game is a global game, and we have to think mm. about the global game. So six clubs in the Premier League compromising the World Cup. I think that is... I think it is... I think it's a shame. I think it's atrocious. That FIFA, the player union, CAF, can sit back and watch that happen. Not because the clubs are at fault, but because they cannot somehow, politically or not politically, pressure the British government to grant those concessions to those players to go into their countries and play. Because in the end, the World Cup is compromised by you not having 
Nigeria, for example. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Nigeria. Yeah. Nigeria play with the core of their team against Liberia here in Lagos. When they travel a couple of days after to play the return leg, you don't play. Some of them will not be traveling. You don't play with yeah. eight of those players. Mm-hmm. Eight of those players are the most important players in Nigeria's team. Mm-hmm. If for any reason we drop points in that game, that compromises our World Cup chances. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How that is allowed to happen and how the players have allowed themselves to be a part of that is a travesty, in my opinion. Mm. I don't, I, it is, it's unheard of. And that doesn't make sense because you think about the Premier League and you talk about the Premier League as being a league made by foreign exports. The foreign exports make the Premier League. Mm-hmm. How the Premier League clubs and the British government don't see that the same way those players make the Premier League is the same way you need to let them represent their countries. Mm. It, it knocks me for six. And it doesn't make sense. And I feel like the player union, the way they got, the way, the way they got interested with the ESL thing, you know, when the ESL thing came up, the football I, power, I, I, the world, I was just coming the world, to that. The world, went, it was as if they were going to kill. It said they were for long the game. The global game. Oh, the global game. The grassroots. I remember ball. even Sky Sports. It, 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 it was Sky Sports. It was just to pressurize the, the, the UK <laughs> government, you know, when the issue of the ESL right. came up. But when it comes to the national team, I, I don't know why they couldn't. I mean, the UK government even stepped in and said, you know, they were going to create regulations to exactly. make sure that there were no, there were no, what they call those, what they call those that leave the army, deserters. You know, yeah, yeah. That, the, the, for, but for, they can't do the same for for those traveling to the red list uh, country. I, I just feel it's double standard. They, 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 there's no two ways, and it's just double standard. And just like you said, footballers they have a uh, union. The, the union could have, you know, stood up against the, the, the Premier League and called the UK government and say that no, these guys they need to represent their national team. Do, do you know what it means to play for the national so, team? So, so let's even so, leave, let, let's leave the UK government, the, the, the British government, out of it because in the end, government's primary responsibility is to protect lives and property, okay. right? So, the UK government left out because they're doing their job description. Mm. But the Premier League clubs, Liverpool, City, Wales, Arsenal, you know, all those clubs. Newcastle. I think Newcastle eventually refused. They refused. Tottenham eventually let the players go. Cavani came out and said, you know, he feels that's unfair to not allow him to play for his country. Those clubs must realize that the global game is bigger than the Premier League. Yeah. Premier League. The World Cup is the biggest thing in the world. It mm-hmm. is. You know, if a player that makes the Premier League what it is, you know, David Silvers, Terry Henry, Cristiano Ronaldo, all the best players have been foreign-based players. And those players must surely mean something to their countries. Mm-hmm. If those players are not allowed at any point in time to represent, to represent their country, country, for whatever reason, and at the most flimsy reason, this one, is that you're going to miss four games. Four games in comparison to the World Cup. And more so when you're Liverpool. When you're Liverpool or you're City or you're United or you're Arsenal, you spend all that money to have squad depth to cushion for any effect of, mm. of losing a key player. So how do you turn around and say, oh, Mosala cannot travel? And this is also on, on, on play as well. A player like Mosala should be able to tell the club, I'm going to play for my country. Mm-hmm. Which is what Cavani said to United. Yeah. You know, I'm going to play. You're like, I don't think... Like, you're not- they allowed him. The country did him a favor mm-hmm. by canceling the invitation. invitation. But if you tell me that Mosala is not big enough to say, look, look, I'm going to play regardless. Mm. Like, what are you going to do? Because in the end, FIFA, the rule states that it's a FIFA clubs window. must yeah. allow yeah. players yeah. to go exactly. play. So, so I, I think just by, like you said, it's 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 on the players, you know, to say that you no, know, I I want to play for my national team regardless of whatever happened. And a, a friend of mine came on my show and was like. What if Mosala gets injured playing for Liverpool and misses four games? What, what is Liverpool? What, what are they going what, to do? What if Mosala gets injured playing for Liverpool 
What are they going to do? What, what, so someone, what happens so when he gets injured? What are you playing for Liverpool? Uh, doesn't he get injured? And just like you said, that's why you have enough money to buy enough players to have squad depth, yeah. you know. And don't let us forget, Mosala is going for the Africa Cup of Nations in January. In January. So what do you do? Manu is going. What, what would they do? Right. I mean, so it, it, it's it's just, it's an excuse so, so, that so, so, it's so, not it's, genuine it's, from, from the Premier League. It's a bit flimsy. And I also feel like FIFA, from a, from a mediation point of view, you know, the British government for the longest time have been trying to lobby to go to World Cup. Mm. That's why you're calling that. That's why you're calling that. I mean, it's it's just too soft so, from FIFA. That's why you're calling that, that political from, favor, from, from FIFA. right? And everything in the world is politics. People think about politics as just yeah. being, you know, putting, putting no, in government. No. You know, that's why you're calling that favor. You know, look, you talk to us about hosting the World Cup and on include the World Cup is about inclusion. You are excluding. Yeah, a couple I, of I remember, I remember Ross playing. said some days ago that it's just double standards. I, he used the Euros as yeah. an example. And then, of course, when England went to Osteos, of course, all protocols were put aside. And, you know, yeah. everything, if you have fans were allowed back in the stadium, of course, limited crowd, everything, nothing like red list countries and all that. But all of a sudden, because it's about Afri certain African countries, country, that yeah. South America, you can't go to Cape Verde, you can't go to Cape Verde, and all that. Stuff. And guess what? If you even watch numbers, some of these countries have lower infection numbers yeah. than, than European countries. Also, FIFA from a from a the clubs don't FIFA don't realize how much power they have and maybe they do but you know they're just you know, they 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 play politics they're they're virtue signaling. FIFA pays an amount of money to the clubs in the World Cup for their players participating in the World yeah. Cup. Mm -hmm. So money goes back, back down to the club. Yeah. This is where you tell the clubs, look, when that time comes, you will not receive a naira. One cobble like one this. naira like this, you will not receive it <laughs> because a player like Mosala earns his club money when he plays for the World Cup. Mm. Mm. I think last year, Real Madrid had the most amount of players at the World Cup, 2018. I think Real Madrid had the most amount of players. Real Madrid made, I think, a lot of money. I think something in the region of, you know, maybe 20 million pounds or something like that. That's when you call in that favor and say, look, the World Cup generates money for you even when you're not playing, when you're just at home, you know, doing your mathematics and your, your business. Mm. So how, do, how don't you see that? The global game needs the players that, 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 that need to play. So, in my opinion, you know... They chicken out. They chicken out, yeah. They, they, they are really just chicken they out. Are just because, I mean, with, they are just with the, the, the things you have, you have put on the table, I mean, how did FIFA just sit back and let a league... The Premier League. Yeah. You know. One league. <laughs> almost like put a slap on their and face. I think that because gave, that gave the Spanish La Liga because the, the power to also come out with that, okay, we don't want our own players to also, to also travel. Because I feel that if the Premier League can do that, we can also... Do that even though the Spanish La Liga, well, it's not that you know, cost, strong. Cost, no, cost they don't like, 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 like the Premier, like the Premier League. Yeah, and and, and I feel that will give birth to a lot of a lot of uh, a nonsense that football leagues will, will want to try. You know, with, mm. with players and with their national team. You know, so they will probably feel like, oh, since we did this and it was successful. I, I, we can also try yeah, something we can, else. We can, we, can, we, can, we can run it back a second time. Yeah, and, and get yeah. away and get away. So I think that is where Gianni right. Fatino right. needs to like, you know, stamp his authority and say that no, we won't allow this to, to happen. I probably I feel like sanction, if Fatino as, as a president, you know, I, I think you know he's he's too interwoven with club football. Mm. Mm. And he sees their points a bit too much. You know, Fatino before he became FIFA president, so he doesn't want to step on toes. You know, you know, he was literally <laughs> like, you know, friends with you know all the you know mm -hmm. club share. Yeah, you know, sure, he was always sure, in the UEFA draws sure, and all that stuff. Yeah. He was UEFA secretary. He was very involved. So I think in many ways you have to realize that look, I'm not part of you guys anymore, mm -hmm. or I'm still part of you guys, but I have responsibility to FIFA, which is you know the global the, the global game. I want to speak to you Ine, about um, Ross' complaints about you know the logistical setup of of the national team. So where he goes, you know, being lodged in. In you know in the hotel in in um oh, at the yeah, hotel mm. in VI and they have to train at a slim, have to go through traffic, sit, sit through two hours of traffic to get to a training venue. And myself and you know a couple of colleagues spoke about this on on, on the radio and and the lack of 
communication. If you're going to host Super Eagles, which is in Lagos, you're going to have to make sure that you replicate the, the serene atmosphere they normally get wherever else they are. You know, for example, you know you. When they're in New York, the Aquarium Stadium has, has about six pitches. So they can train on the same texture of pitch as the same texture of pitch you're going to play. How is it possible that in 2021, the, the, the FA do not realize how important it is to carry the coach along every step of the way in logistics and planning? Politics. It is politics. And it's, it's just sad. That. And I'm sorry, and I'm not saying this because I'm from Aquarium. If you ask Supergirls people, the players, they'll tell you the best play, way, play, way they want to be is you, you. And this is something I know from inside information. People have spoken with. And, but, every, we, have we not played in Benin? We played in a rice plantation somewhere in Wari. We played everywhere. Every, now, every, Supergirls want to play. We played in Katuna. We played... Yeah, Saba, that's the rice plantation. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. Right. And peop- the the players are just, I don't understand. The players are just, oh, before, we're playing before, for the nation. Before you get exasperated, this is a popular <laughs> co- 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 conversation. Do Super Eagles need a national facility? I don't think they do. No, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. But it just doesn't make sense. I mean, we live in Lagos and we understand the... The dynamics of Lagos. Mm. If players are in VI, and you know, particularly at the moment, I mean, traffic situation is crazy. It took me two hours to get here. It took me two hours to get from Sule to VI. VI. So if the players are going to go through that on a daily basis for five days to prosecute a a match, then I'm sorry, Lagos shouldn't be hosting matches. My my, my question is, why why not put them in, 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 in Sheraton? You know, in it's still in, the same thing. I think it's still, it's still it's the same thing. It's still 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 the same if you plan everything properly, you can assess okay. the, the, right. the funny thing is that you, you can't plan Lagos traffic. That much is true. So, we don't need national facility. What I think we need, we need a couple of standardized facilities. Yeah. Because in the end, the, the Super Eagles are a national team, right? And I think that whilst the idea of a national facility is not bad, I think it eliminates the warmth of what Super Eagles can bring to, to a city. You know, I was in. That's that's my point. That, that, that's that's why you know, I, I, I don't feel think like if you have play. in the south, if you have three venues that could add short notice, mm. host Super Eagles, great. You know, Kwame Stadium, Amasiamaka, Adokia Masiamaka, that that could, that could be good as well. In in the west here, if you have Lake on Salami or something like that, you have Teslim, won't be bad. In the north, you could have. But, but my, my 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 worry is don't hawk the Super Eagles around. I feel like. I mean, the, the, the stadium opened yesterday in, in Ibadan. Le Consalami yeah, Stadium. Right. Credit to Shea Makinde. But the pitch on the day, absolute shambles. Yeah. But he didn't play now. I, I think that was the second I, thing. But he didn't play now. Guess, guess what? They played. Somebody goes played. No, no, no. Somebody goes in play. Guess what? Guess what? I mean, the Charles Adazudu was asking questions in that direction. Charles Adazudu. And he said, guess what? <laughs> guess what the, the governor said? 
that the Super Eagles are going to play here sooner than people think. And that's the politics you're talking about. That's the politics I'm talking about. Mm. So no, the, no, super, the Super Eagles are being hawked around. Like, but, but that's not the ah, problem. Who, who is going to be more? I thought the NFL president said Lagos is their new home now. No, no, no. I think anybody anybody that says that, you know, says that, you know, says that loosely, and and that's fine. You can say what you want to say, you know. <laughs> Lagos could be saying, "Oh, it's spiritual home of Super Eagles," you know, if you like spiritual, <laughs> you know, whatever you want to say is fine. God, what man. I think is that I don't think that the team has a problem being moved around. No, it's no, just there's, there's no problem. Standardize the facilities because yeah, I saw Joseph Yobo arguing with uh, some people on, on the video. That should not happen. To be honest, the, the moment I saw the video, I thought. Was this an old video that happened in a foreign country? Because <laughs> <laughs> the guy was Caucasian. Right? And I was like, what's happening here? And I realized there was a cool hotel. I'm like, how does that happen? How do the Super Eagles, a star manager, get into a you know, very heated back and forth? What is he even doing there? What is he doing there? What, what is he doing yeah. in a conversation with someone? Because, in all you know, honesty, that should be the business. The Super Eagles and are, the are just a team. Yeah. yeah. They have no business with logistics, mm-hmm. organization. Yeah. That's just to come there. That's, yeah. that's whatever the Nigeria Football Federation. Yeah. It's just like asking the Arsenal players or the Man United players to come and clean the stadium. It's yeah. not their job. Yeah. You know, but they have, they're being put at arm's length because I'm sorry, we say this. And when we say it, we look like we get enemies. But there's a lot of incompetence going around the Nigerian Football Federation mm-hmm. and the sports mm-hmm. circles. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. There's I'll, a lot I'll, of I'll from the president down. I was trying to not let you go there. No, but, I'm sorry, but no. that's the truth. There's a lot of incompetence from the top down. Because if that is not a show of incompetence, what is Joseph Yobo doing talking to someone from a co-hotel? By that's right, he shouldn't job. even be having... The, the only conversation they should be having is if they are taking pictures. Hey, guy, you're Joseph, Joseph Yobo, 100 caps on the national team. No, that's disrespect that, 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 that looked like an argument and I, I, that, that, was, that wasn't good that, that was really really not good but uh, let's take predictions for, uh, for the games and um, Nigeria Liberia it's very important to win our first game yeah of course more so because the, World Cup is next the, year, the, the core of the team are not going to play second leg so it's important to start well predictions 3 0. 3 0. 2 0. You put down your bet to sleep. Nigeria. We shouldn't consider against Liberia. Not disrespect to Liberia. We can consider. We shouldn't consider against Liberia. That's how people talk about the Sierra Leone. We beat us. We 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 this is this is where I, no, this is where no, I think no, Dennis no, is not in the squad. He's not in the squad. Love him. This is why I think that you know, and this is just an aside because we're done with the podcast. I feel like the NPFL, the local league here, has to regularize the calendar with you know global game. And okay. I don't, I'm not one for cliches, but I think we need to get the global game because so so 23 players are called to the national team, but the team on this occasion picked eight players more, so make about 30 players, 31 players. Mm. If the league was on and started. In September, as, as the rest of the league, or August, as the rest of the league started, you have eight slots, uh, possibly, you know, off for, gra- for grabs, you know, for, for the home base players. Home base, home base players that are home base busy, that busy going eating out, eating for Well, Lissandra was the best defender for Kwa United. He signed for Orlando Pirates. 
Charles Ashimene. No, the, the, the manager has well, acquired Yeah, I said yes, he, gone that is not ready for him to come back to Nigeria. Okay, of course. <laughs> Charles Ashimene was the top goal scorer alongside uh, what Salas was it, Silas Wanko. Yeah. Just signed for Ferenze in, in the Portuguese second uh, second uh, division. So, uh, is he all no, his own? Uh, where is uh, where, where is Amadou? Uh, because he uh, won't sign for he won't sign for mushroom 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 club. Mushroom club. <laughs> 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 not the mushroom. Coconut. Thank you guys for joining the podcast. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.